1: The biggest breaking news stories, an outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio.
0: Good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Lots to talk about. Um, I mean, I did say yesterday you're probably waking up uh, like I did yesterday with a little uh, little of a hangover as a result of the uh, enjoyment of the Rule of Six at Two Households meeting in private gardens on Monday. Uh, but uh, goodness knows what was happening last night with a wonderful heat wave. Uh, 24 degrees in some parts of the country. Uh, warmest day uh, of in March in uh, more than 50 years. Lots of people out about having a wonderful, wonderful time and fabulous stuff. You will hear no criticism on this show of human beings wanting to be with other human beings outdoors in the sunshine. It's normal behaviour. Anyone criticising it needs to take a long, hard look in the mirror in their cold, dark little home that they're not venturing out of because it's too dangerous. Except, of course, it's not. The latest stats we've got on COVID are really very, very encouraging, uh, including on on infections and the overall deaths and indeed on how well those uh, vaccinations are working. So we're going to talk about all of that and plenty more. Uh, And first to join me for all that is uh, uh, joining me this morning is Steve Allen. He's a comedian and former chemist and joins us once again. Good morning to you, Steve.
1: Good morning. How are you doing? Very
0: well indeed. I think everyone's just a bit happier and chirpier with the good weather, aren't they? Do
1: you know what? Yes, I absolutely loved it. I mean, there is something that just raises the spirits, and my word, our spirits have taken enough of a slapping over the last year. <laughs> they that they needed a bit have. of raising. It was a great day.
0: Absolutely, and I I I mean this. I mean I mean this very very kindly. Uh, For I am married to a ginger man. Well, he hides it well now. But uh, um, but I mean, and I'm I'm of I'm of Irish stock. But uh, you and I, I don't think, are are particularly made for the world that is outside sunshine in 24 degrees. I'm not sure that that's where our that's our natural habitat.
1: Well, I have some gingerness in the beard, but I don't recall from the sun (laughs) like a vampire. I mean, I can can walk in it without exploding.
0: This is good to know. Um, what do you make of the uh, the, the criticism? I mean, inevitably, uh, you know, oh, people going crazy. I mean, the mail, they're not actually criticising people. They're saying some people are in the park. They think it's all over. Twitter, though, wash with all these irresponsible people outside. I mean, bearing in mind outdoors is safer than indoors. Um, and you can take a photograph, as always, as they did with Bournemouth Beach last year and do all the time, where you can make it look like people are sort of standing cheek by jowl. And in fact, they're metres and metres apart. But um, on the warmest day of the year, all these, uh, the rules change. People are allowed to be sitting and having picnics outside. I mean, my daughter came home from a, a day out in a, a central London park saying, "I had the best day of the year so far." And I'm like, "Thank you, I'm so pleased." And that's how a lot of people are feeling.
1: But it's it's the rules. You're allowed to. So Ta-da. I I don't mind if people moan about things on Twitter. It's not going to change things. No. I'm, a, I'm a rule follower. You know, that's my personality flaw that I go in the same direction as the arrows in car parks. That's the kind of guy <laughs> I am. But the rules, <laughs> I know, you found the one. I'm but, just
0: sitting there thinking, I mostly do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, look, as a rule follower, there is absolutely no problem with being out there. We're meant to. As you say, it's better when you're out with outdoor air, it's less likely to have virus in it. I went for a walk yesterday, saw loads of people out, but didn't see anyone too close. Not that I was going around there being space monitor, but you have a look around, none of it looked like it was against yeah, the rules. Exactly. So brilliant. This is exactly yeah. how the rules are working. Well,
0: so, oh, I... yeah, you and I will disagree on that one, as you know. What I thought was really interesting, actually, is people uh, complaining, even like some Devon and Cornish authorities saying people should not be travelling to the beaches there. Oh, I hate to tell you guys, it is completely legal. There is guidance asking people to stay local. There is no longer a law requiring people to stay local. Uh, And yes, people are allowed to go to their second homes if they've got them. I really need to start catching up on some people who've got second homes. I've got to stop being friends with these people. Uh, But it is legal to travel to a beach if you so choose. uh, In this country, if you're travelling within England, yeah, you are legally allowed to do that. So uh, everyone get off your high horses. Guidance and law are different things. People are allowed to make their own decisions. Um, Let's—I uh, mean, there's lots to talk about in terms of the COVID stats. I want to get on to a lot of the other big stories, uh, particularly those about the Met Police and, and Tony Sewell's report on race. But just quickly, in terms of the stats, um, half of people in the UK, well, fifty, almost fifty-five percent of people in in most parts of the UK, have now got COVID antibodies, according to the latest ONS data. Uh, I mean, we are very close to herd immunity there. The CDC, is the medical body in the United States, says that vaccinations do prevent people from passing on infections. They are Absolutely convinced of that. Weekly deaths in England are now 8% below the five-year average. Deaths of over 80-year-olds, uh, those who got the jabs first, of course, have now fallen by 90 nine zero 9-0, 90% since the peak in January. Covid deaths are now just 9% of, of deaths that are happening. I mean, these stats are, these stats are incredible, aren't they? I mean, and yet we are still facing a huge number of restrictions in our lives you're a big supporter of the lockdown and of the and the rules i i still i think they were insane on on day 1 of certainly of this lockdown um i think they're more insane now but with that sort of data why should anyone be in lockdown
1: but also i see, i hear that data and think Good. At least this means they won't mess this up, and it won't be changed. Now, <laughs> I, even it, right, if if there was some level of messing up, and another lockdown was brought in, we know as a given we can bake this into sorry, our. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Why? Well, wait, wait, no, wait. no,
0: no, why? No, no, why? This notion that we'd only have to go into lockdown if there was a mess up. So all the countries that have currently going lockdown, that's because they've messed up. There's nothing to do with just well, what was, viruses. What I was about to virus. say
1: was that if we go back into a, a lockdown, we know it's baked in, that you'll disagree with it anyway because you disagree with being in a lockdown. But it wouldn't make a difference because the people, in, from your point of view, making the error, the people in charge would still be in charge and we'd still be in the lockdown. So we could spend all day arguing about whether they're making the right decision or not. What I want them to be is in a situation where they can't make that decision, erroneously from your point of view. I never want to hear the phrase lockdown again, and I think the best shot at doing doing that is to make sure the rules are followed. It's done in the way that the scientists and, you know, these the scientists that you don't like the opinion of. But if we follow what they're doing, we now in a situation with the statistics where they couldn't do the thing that they semi-promised of moving these dates back. Don't want that to happen. The stats are so good. We can yeah. start to use these dates to guarantee that our freedoms come our way, book things in, start to get some gigs happening again. Yeah. And so it can happen. So that's the side I'd that be, I plan. I'd
0: be very happy with that. Can I say, I don't disagree with the opinions of those scientists. I am, absolutely um, unable to work out how any sane person could look at the same statistics and come up with the opinion they've come up with that that it's it's I, I just it's not logically possible to come up to look at the same stats that i that i see and again these things are all are all publicly available uh, to come up with the same opinion that that, that they've come up with that's my point i tell you something else i think is really interesting though it's also 49% of people uh, now view covid as one of the biggest issues facing this country um, that's down from 72% just last month now this is an ipsos Mori survey i think that's very interesting if so i mean that's such a 23 percentage point drop that is a huge drop uh, in the number of people who are concerned, given that we are still, to all intents and purposes, in lockdown. Uh, you know, restaurants and bars and, and shops and, you know, aren't open. That, that's, pretty, um, that's pretty telling, isn't it, that people really are going, right. You know, even if there's a lot of uh, negativity and a lot of, um, should we say, sort of uh, uh, fear uh, still among many of the scientists, the public is saying, no, yeah, we're good. We're, 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 we're much more positive.
1: I think the public's right. I think as this uh, continues to move forwards, the actual worry from COVID should tail off. That's the whole point of this happening. So uh, our biggest problem won't end up being COVID. We've got six months until the biggest problem is trying to get the economy doing something better than it's doing. Uh, And so I think the, the opinions of the public in this case are right. And the scientists actually might be thinking the same, that on one, the day before the final lockdowns are lifted, the threat from COVID should be at its smallest. So even if you surveyed them, not that they particularly go out and speak to people with clipboards. They're scientists. I used to be one. We're not friendly people. Um, <laughs> that even they would say, surely by then it's okay. less of a worry.
0: Um, let me ask you about uh, this Met Police report about the Sarah Everard vigil uh, in Clapham Common. Uh, the Her Majesty's Inspector at Constabulary have uh, found that the police, uh, had their response to uh, that vigil, which, of course, it, look, it was a vigil earlier in the day. It very much became a protest at night. We can see from some of the placards there and the people, the shouting... And, they have to, and if you actually look at a lot more of the footage than the snapshots that we saw, they say that it was actually a measured and proportionate response in challenging circumstances and it pretty much exonerated uh, the police, saying, look, it wasn't perfect. Policing really is. Uh, but there are actually a lot of criticism of those in uh, positions of political power, like you know, Sadiq Khan, the London mayor, for criticising uh, the police officers, those you know, who questioned whether the Met Police Chief Cressida Dick should resign. I think she should resign for many other different Reasons as well as that, but um, I, I, I certainly was of the view that it was a it was a PR disaster for the police, and there are a lot better ways of handling it than they did. And I don't like the fact that different poli- different protests are, are policed in completely different ways by uh, police in this country. But um, do you think that's a, a, a fair report?
1: it's difficult to know all of the information that went into it to know if the outcome was totally fair it does seem a little like it's uh, what's that phrase that i've heard in the news the police marking their own homework but yeah. at least the report does say that it could have been handled better and i think that might be the biggest issue here you effectively had one job if you are policing what starts out as a vigil about the safety of women and violence towards women no we could, a separate argument would be whether those phrases are appropriate that was what it was about don't end up with a situation where someone can take a picture of some thuggish bloke being physically aggressive to a woman. You, yeah. you had one job to make this work and they didn't do it. And yeah. that for me seems like the reality is harsher than what the report said.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's some amazing uh, evidence coming out from that report though. A WPC who, who says you know, she said some of, the, had some of the worst abuse she's ever had at, a, at a, a protest and she said women at that protest were saying to her she should be raped and murdered so she'd know what Sarah Ever had gone through and what life was like. I mean, an extraordinary thing for anyone to say to anybody, but for a woman claiming to be concerned about the safety of women on their streets and the and fears of for women's safety, to say that to a woman police officer, absolutely shocking.
1: Yeah, I mean, it very much sounds like they were they were wrong on both sides. This report is not about that side, though, is it? This no. report is about what the police did.
0: But that's, and that's the thing, we expect the police to behave better, do we not?
1: The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio.
0: If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast show every weekday from 6:30 until 10. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another
1: cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig.